0: <laughs> Great yeah, peace. I love peace. I'd be out of a job with peace. each other time (laughs) reality reality it's changeable
1: where you want to be
0: that's the question isn't it Every
1: universe is different. Each one unique. Slow down a little bit. There's a few people in the room that don't understand. Not me,
0: I, I get it. Who are you? The name's Captain Carter. I am the Watcher. I observe all that transpires
1: here. But I do not, cannot, will not interfere. I guess I have to freestyle, then. Hey! We have you out of bird. A Ravager never flies solo. I said, never flies solo! Uh, is that some kind of catchphrase? You had me worried for a second.
0: Journey to face the unknown and ponder the question.
1: And welcome to a brand new episode of Big Heck and Wade Adventures. I am your friendly neighborhood podcaster. Sorry, guys, I didn't introduce myself last episode, so I have to get it right this time. I'm going to keep it simple, short, and sweet. I am the one and only Wade Ilson. And beside me for this lovely, lovely episode, uh, I had to, you know, reunite with the good brother again this week. To talk about some cool stuff in the Marvel Universe. Um, Good brother, why don't you introduce yourself?
0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is I. Yes, it is I. The one. The only. Taking back my title as Mr. Fast and Furious himself, aka the Messiah of Anime, your enemy anarchist. And Big Heck the Tech. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the ooze with the juice. Big
1: Heck. Loose with the mother effing juice but brother yes. uh, this episode is going to be very special because we are talking about as of this recording three of, of some of the most interesting stuff we've seen in the Marvel Cinematic Universe or just Marvel Universe period but I'm connecting yeah. it with the Cinematic Universe because they're basically pulling from the movies in this situation right the showing question we are talking about is what if well, mm-hmm. before we get into what if, brother, I wanted to talk to you about a few things. I mean, I've been posting like crazy and so have you on Big Heck and Wade Adventures, which is on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted your thoughts on a few things. Um, sure. So since we are speaking about Marvel, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did it mm-hmm. earlier on another show, um, The Silver Sight, part of that lovely network, where we discussed Miles Morales' new costume that would be debuting for the 10-year anniversary. Can't believe Miles has been around for 10 years. Shit. Um, uh-huh. So, I gave my thoughts and opinions on the outfit. I don't like it, not one fucking bit. I We roasted it. <laughs> we roasted the fuck out of it. I have so many issues with this outfit. Oh. Good brother. I'm going to let you have this one. And this isn't an unhinged segment. This is just, heck, being honest. He's shooting from the hip here. He's going to tell you exactly how he fucking feels about the suit. Good, bad, or indifferent. He may disagree with me completely. So I'm going to allow him the chance to get himself together. But yes, in an upcoming issue, Miles Morales will be getting a new outfit. Um, this is right after the Clone Saga, so which was actually very good. And you know the Clone Saga is very cringy. That term is not well-loved within the Marvel Universe, especially uh-huh. Spider-Man fans. <laughs> hmm so yes hack has pulled up the picture in question yep and uh i remember the, seeing it yes heck the tech uh big heck good brother head of the table what are yes, your sir. thoughts on this suit go um so i'm looking at the
0: miles more as spider-man for the 10-year anniversary issue um i have a lot of questions so, question number one is, what the hell? What is this? This looks like my man went to the Marvel store and bought a, a Miles hoodie and purchased the Adidas the Matches sweatpants and got some, I don't know if you want to call those sneakers, they look like some bullshit Kanye would come up with. I don't know what the hell those are. Or those are some futuristic Jordans. Um, But, and is that a bandana around his face?
1: Okay, see? I'm not the only motherfucker that noticed. So Why he's, the he's fuck are you wearing a, a bandana around, around his face? I understand double protection, but damn... But
0: protection from who? Like, you're wearing a, a complete face mask. What are you trying to cover yourself
1: up from? COVID? <laughs> I, and it's like they took Scarlet Spider's mask and cut it up. Maybe they'll give us a logical explanation. Maybe his suit got ripped or it's really bad off or something. It's, I don't know.
0: This is not... If we're going based off of first images alone, right? And we're going based off of first impressions, this ain't it. Mm-hmm. Now, you guys went from an amazing cover for the Marvel 80 Years with him, no pun intended, with the the variant of Miles in a Captain, I'ma call it what it is. It's the Captain Puerto Rico Spider-Man suit. Let's let's not fake the funk. (laughs) Because Miles is Puerto Rican. If you don't know Miles is Puerto Rican, and y'all made it abundantly clear in that Miles game.
1: He's Puerto Rican.
0: That was the Captain Puerto Rico Spider-Man suit. All that was missing was him having an, you know, like a acapulco or an empanada in hand as he was swinging. But that suit was straight fire. That's actually the wallpaper on my phone. Mm -hmm. This garbage. This, this... Retro, I came from the hood, or I'm miles from the block looking shit. This, whatever this is. This ain't it, Marvel. What are y'all doing?
1: It's not the vibe, dog. This
0: this is not it. This ain't the way, sway. This ain't the way. This ain't the way. Like, what is y'all doing? This is like going
1: backwards. I really have issues with this suit, I and mean, it's not like we're roasting it. It, it's just like it's y'all not that, done but better. I feel like y'all this is disrespectful. Mm-hmm.
0: It's not—is it me or is it—are you feeling disrespected right now? Because I feel I, like um, they not really racial with this. I I,
1: I understand because listen, the art—the writer behind this book—is um, he's very into the—he no, no—he knows the culture because he's from the culture, so he understands. Maybe he wanted to do this for a switch up, because you know, eventually, when people do costumes, then there's some type of backlash towards it. We eventually get what we want. <laughs> we eventually get what we want. I don't know what the idea was. Maybe it's for uh, quicker movements or anything, and he doesn't really have to get dressed that quickly. Maybe it's for convenience. Maybe it's temporary for the arc. I don't know, but, but I am not a fan of this suit at all. And But another thing, mm-hmm. what, what's with the backpack? What? Yeah, the accessories in this?
0: Like, what if you can't... Listen, no offense. If he's rocking a backpack, he better have a, a, a spider bot yeah. in there. Yeah, or the, like, or the he better have cat. like a he better have a companion that pops up and is like, "Yo, Miles, meet a pendejo. Don't go over there." Right. Like, like I need like a, a do something with the backpack, please. Don't let it just be a change of clothes. Yeah. Or like, does my man have like an extra pair of Dunks in there in case he misses a shoe because his laces are undone? He's <laughs> got They're not zipped.
1: Oh, Miles never like, tied his shoes. You saw Spider Verse. Yeah,
0: but I'm not feeling like, yo, like this is ridiculous. I don't like the, I don't like the high tops. I don't like the fact that you got my man in some like, this is like a Marvel's Adidas outfit. Yeah, type it of is.
1: deal. I'm not a, I'm not a fan. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it either, bro. I, and again, mean? I'm not roasting it. It's just you're disappointed. This could have went a whole another route. I would have even... You know what? Fuck it. I'll be honest. I would have preferred a color swap. Color swap would have been cool? Color swap would have been cool. Or damn, if you go through some of the costumes that are in the PS4, PS5 game... I wanted that white are, one. I w- that one would have been fine. The Crimson Cowl one where he has the hood would have been fine. I'd have loved that, but this isn't... Not this. Not this. Not this at all, because... And it seems like both Spider-Man books, which I enjoy, except actually, you know what? There's more than one Spider-Man book. Um, It seems like both books are going in different directions. And I hope it's for the positive because in uh, Miles's book, he's changing his outfit. But in Peter's book, guess what? Heck, he's fucking dying again. And Ben Riley's coming back. Okay. Stop killing Peter Parker. So
0: this is stop just a it. rinse and repeat of the old stuff all over again.
1: You're doing shit from the 90s. Stop killing main characters and then bringing them back somehow. Didn't you just kill him? You killed him off well, spiritually with the Doc Ock storyline. But damn. You killed him in into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, damn. Stop killing Peter Parker. If he dies in Far and No Way Home. Which mother- one? Mm-hmm. Tom Holland.
0: No, they're going to kill off either Garfield or, or Maguire.
1: Maguire. I'd kill off Maguire. That's just my personal preference. Honestly, um,
0: I, I I don't care if it's Maguire or Garfield. I Y'all just better leave
1: Tom Holland alone. Mm-hmm. Or at least or at least with that movie, because <laughs> it seems like we always talk about this movie. Uh, if Tom Holland has to go away because no way home, he has no way of getting back home. Mm-hmm. And he's stuck in another universe. I would have Garfield fill in those gaps for a little while. He can do it. I don't okay. say why not?: He loved playing Spider-Man. He said yeah, I have, Again,
0: to me, Garfield was a great Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He was a terrible Peter Parker. McGuire was a not great terrible. Peter I liked him. I didn't like him like if I had to rate them in order. Again, Tom Holland is perfect for both. Mm-hmm. To me, Toby Maguire was a better Peter. Lousy Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, Andrew he was, Garfield wasn't as quippy.
0: Right. Andrew Garfield, on the other hand, great Spider-Man. Lousy Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. It, it's, you could tell that there was something missing when you do by comparisons. Right. And then when you get Tom Holland, you got both. You did. You got a nice combination of both, right? And it was a very evened out character. Mm -hmm. You don't get that evened out feel with Garfield and McGuire, right? But I will say this, and I'm not taking anything away from Toby as an actor. Andrew Garfield to me fits the role a little bit better than Mm -hmm. Toby.
1: Yeah, in the
0: Spider-Man sense.
1: Right. I agree.
0: You know the first two Spider-Man films with Tobey Maguire, they
1: weren't bad. What mm-hmm. was the third one. But there was a third film. I, I don't
0: know. I, apparently there was leaked footage online and apparently it made some money, but
1: uh, oh, no, do I have no idea. I have no idea at all. Um, but anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Um, yeah, okay. Let's so continue. let's talk since we're in the Marvel universe, let's continue. Um, this week, this past week, we didn't bring it up on last week's show, but we're going to bring it up this week. It's been a year since Chadwick's been gone. Yeah. And uh kind of stings a little bit, you know? Um, we lost someone very, very special in this time <laughs> Very
0: influential,
1: yes, very because he said it. And I, this is one video, and it's funny, it popped up on my Facebook feed, and I had to re- uh share it again. He said, Chadwick Bozeman said this in, in an interview that's how class and act, how much of a class act he was. He said, There would be no Black Panther without Denzel Washington. So, Denzel Washington was a huge inspiration to him, and the reason being was because uh, back when he was going to school um you know they would have celebrities you know sponsor kids or whatever to put them through school and everything and it happened to be that uh, I forgot the actress that reached out to Denzel about it but they had told him like you know hey you're going to be sponsoring this kid and he's like oh cool whatever so then <laughs> I love Denzel yes. I love Denzel he was like uh he said he ran the Chadwick and Chadwick's doing the impression of him he's like Hey, I didn't come for uh, the, sh- the, the movie. I'm you know, kind of forever. Blah, blah, blah. I want my money back. Give me my money. Hey, you want me my money? I and, remember seeing that. And it was so good. It was so good. Chadwick was a consummate professional from what everyone has said about him. Uh, even with what all the things that were going on with him, he was able to put on great performances. Not only in Black Panther, but... 42 he played jackie robinson he played james brown he was in that cop movie i really want bridges i didn't see it did you not yet damn it i gotta watch that movie
0: it's hard to watch anything now Mm -hmm. with chadwick boseman now that he's gone
1: it is and we're gonna get into a reason later but uh yeah
0: i mean i haven't to be honest with you since his passing um, I haven't rewatched Black Panther since that day. Like, I watched Black Panther probably for like the fiftieth time
1: mm-hmm.
0: when he mentioned that he had passed away. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched that film since,
1: mm.
0: and it's just it's it's hard. You know, it, it's hard to watch it. It's even hard to sit through Civil War. Like the mm-hmm. rest of the rest of the Marvel films that he's in. Civil War, Infinity War, especially Infinity War in mm-hmm. Endgame? Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> nah, B. Infinity War, when you see him pass, like, he just turns to dust. And then in Endgame, when you see him come through the portal again?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: mm it's, it's like an instant choke-up.
1: Like, you instantly choke up. Mm-hmm. All the time. All the time. All the time, bro. And, you know, it's just... He's an inspiration to many. He will be greatly, greatly missed, uh, not only as an individual, but as an actor as well. Uh, Rest in peace, King. We salute you. Uh, But let's get into some more news, because, bro, we got news before we get into what if. I got to ask you, because you are the huge, and we know this, anime fan here. Mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. You and I both posted these. I posted a few images. You posted the plethora. So you had way (laughs) more images than I got.
0: Oh, because I went hunting.
1: I went hunting. I know you did. But Netflix will be making a live adaptation of Cowboy Bebop. So I'm going to hand this part off to my good brother, Big Hack. I've, I've heard of Cowboy Bebop. I respect Cowboy Bebop. But this is more Big Hex Forte. Um, mm-hmm. I know he has a very... He will be very honest about what he thinks. This isn't going to be an unhinged. I know him. No, no. There's no, nothing speak. unhinged
0: about this. He's
1: going to speak from the heart about how he feels about the images that have been put out and what he feels about the cast. So, Big heck. I'm going to hand this off to you, brother. Go ahead.
0: Ooh, cool. So... Like The Good Brother has gone ahead and mentioned, um, Netflix is doing a live adaptation of probably, I want to say, honestly, it's one of the most beloved anime shows, you know, known today. And honestly, it, it gets extremely high marks purely based off of the fact that it has such an original intro Compared to any other anime you've ever watched. Believe it or not. That whole entire intro. Is done by musicians. Completely original. From the drums. The sax. The, the flute playing. Everything. Everything is original. Um, now. Here's the only thing that worries me. And again. I go into any type of. Netflix live adaptation with with caution. Yep, see? Even Boo even Boo Balor, she's sitting there saying it. She's like, yep, ooh, ew, Netflix, live adaptation? Mm. Um. So here's how it goes. You have to be very cautious whenever you do anything with Netflix and they're taking an anime and making a live adaptation. Because they tend to not always... They have moments where they kind of drop the ball. Um, some of their. I, I, ugh, I'm going to have to say it like this. Some of their the worst one that they've ever done was Death Note. We've seen it. I, I couldn't even get through the rest of that film. It was 20 mm. minutes and I was just like, nope, mm. I'm done. I'm turning this shit off. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. The only saving grace of this film was William Dafoe. That was it. But I will get back to it. You have... Just based off of the still shots alone from what they've released, this looks like a complete and utter banger. I mean, the costumes were on point. The set looked amazing. I mean, I haven't I can't find anything wrong with it. The only character I didn't see out of everyone on there, which you saw Spike, which is the lead character, you saw Jet, you saw Faye. Um, the only character I didn't see who we should have seen is um Ed, which is their computer hacker. And that's it. Even even Ein, their corgi, is in the show. So I'm hoping that we get to see Ed, who is this little computer whiz of a kid. Um, other than that, I'm really excited to see this one. I haven't been able to see a Netflix live adaptation in a long time, and this one has really caught my attention. I was a little weary of how the show was going to get done, especially when they started casting. But after seeing the images, I'm probably going to binge at night one. Unless they do like a weekly thing, like where a new episode comes out every week.
1: Knowing them, they should. They really should. They really should not push it. I would say space it out as best you can. Don't do too much. Don't go crazy. Let it play out. And I know when that series drops, there will be a very special episode of Big Heck Anime Adventures in the near future.
0: Yeah, there's going to be a couple of things coming down the pipeline from uh, Big Heck. Um, but speaking of that anime, man, like, I'm hoping now this is going to be a series, so I'm kind of mm-hmm. hoping to do the episodes identical to what the anime was. Okay. Realistically speaking, they're not going to be able to pull off everything in the anime. Realistically. It? Realistically. But I hope they kind of do work it really close to the anime in that sense. Um, there is an actual still shot. You see, John Cho, who plays Spike Spiegel, he's in the church. All I could tell you, honest to God, is that scene is going to be fire. Okay. It is, if you have seen Cowboy Bebop, everyone knows what scene I'm talking about. That scene is so amazing. And the person, the villain that we're going to end up seeing towards the end. I, I actually can't wait to see if they pull him in. Okay. Um, and if they do. I, see, I had to talk cryptic for this because there's just I can't give much if no one's seen the anime. Right. And if they decide to watch the show, they're going to want to watch the anime afterwards. That's how dope it is. Okay. So I'm really excited for this. Netflix, you you kind of you caught me off guard. Just like uh Robert Pattinson caught me off guard in the Batman. Okay.
1: So uh oh <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Hold from on. those reviews. Hold on. Oh those we are reviews. Gonna, we're gonna talk about this. We're gonna talk about that since you have brought up DC. Any other things you want to add before Cowboy Bebop? And then we get into DC and then the main event.
0: Um Anime-wise, nothing too much. Um, just be on the lookout because, like I said, uh, this year going into, I believe it's going to be starting next year. Be on the lookout. We have those four massive anime movies that are going to be hitting theaters. So that's what you want to... It's it's going to be a good end of the year going into the new year when it comes to, like, new stuff that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Um. Anime-wise, and um, to get back on the Marvel thing, I'm, I'm really excited to go see uh, Shang-Chi on Friday.
1: Oh, oh, wait a minute. Shang-Chi? Yeah, it man. comes out this week? That, that trailer? I've
0: probably sat through that trailer now, trying to dissect everything out of it about a good 20 times.
1: Hmm. I, I'm thinking um, bonus episode... With a special guest. We're not going to get too deep into it. Special guest bonus episode? Might be happening. Might be happening. Or we can let, you know, when we do our uh, next, when we drop next week's episode, we can, uh, I will gladly let you do what I think we did an episode where I had to explain a movie to you and give you the full Mm -hmm. details, spoiler wise. So if we want to do it that way, we'll do it that way. But we'll discuss, we'll discuss, we'll talk about Shane Chi. We'll, um, we'll talk
0: about saying She once once it's done. Yes, yes. But yes, yes. I just have to mention: can we can we just applaud how much of a genius Kevin Feige is? How so, sir? This man is a visual, like he's a, a visionary. He mm-hmm. is a genius because there's not a reason there's, there isn't any any particular reason why he does something. Mm-hmm. without logic behind it.
1: Right. I agree. For all agree of those no who harder. said
0: um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. wasn't canon, y'all can kiss my ass. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is canon. It's extremely canon. And you want to know why? This isn't a spoiler, by the way. Anyone who's seen the trailer for Shane chi can see this. There is a scene in "Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Where Colson is talking to someone and he says, if you ever disobey one of my orders again, I'll have you doing detailed duty or security duty guarding um, the abomination. Ooh. I think it was, in, I think he mentioned where the abomination is. Right. Flash forward, flash forward to Shang-Chi. Guess who he's fighting in that cage? That big ass monster.
1: Abomination, but wasn't that Wong? That wasn't Wong? Nope. It looked like Wong. Wasn't Wong.
0: The, Feige has literally found ways to incorporate any film, past, present, or future, into any project he's currently working on. So in reality, our MCU Colson's not dead, and there's an actual scene where he rips Fury for it. He ripped Fury for bringing him back.
1: I mean, he Colson's starting to get balls, so that's that's great. And he like, you saw how g he was in Agents of Shield, but. Feige, you're right. Feige's a genius, man. He does so much for that cinematic universe that he wants everything what you have... to be perfect. Even exactly. when it comes with the flubber of what happened with the... Because it was a flub. I'm sorry. And into that, I love you guys, but we did it. And actually, Feige was like, oh, yeah, I want the trailer. And then the thing was that I loved, because we're talking about Marvel again, Feige basically... Whoever's in control of that No Way Home Twitter account, I love them. They basically said to everybody, as much as y'all beasted for that trailer, y'all better watch it as many times as, as you beasted for it. And what do we do? Make it the number one most watched video on YouTube.
0: Yep. And we probably sat there and dissected every single scene that we possibly could have out of right. that trailer. Right. To leave no stone unturned, no corner checked, we mm-hmm. did everything from A to Z on that
1: trailer. You definitely did. And I still think we missed stuff. And, um, yeah, we probably did. We probably did, but you know what? We can always recount and go see what we missed and check it out and then talk about right it. Right before again. the movie comes out. Yeah, before. So, what? I mean, we can recap it. I would love to do a revisit of tom holland's movies and rank them with you on which ones we including
0: including the team-ups or just his because
1: how are you feeling about it because i mean typically if you include the team-ups
0: we're talking civil war infinity war and then Homecoming and Far from Home. That's what mm-hmm. we would be talking about,
1: right? So we'll discuss because, it. We'll table it. We'll put it on the table. We'll see how we feel if we want to include a ranking of just, uh, just a, just you know what? Okay, screw it. Here's what we'll do. Here's an idea I have. We'll watch Homecoming and No Way Home. I mean, Far from Home, mm-hmm. and discuss. Right. I'm thinking we may even bring uh, Timmy on for that just to have a conversation cool. conversation piece about those movies um and it'll be fun to talk about again yeah because you know he's a he's an avid spider-man fan i even did an episode like on his amazing podcast called uh in the queen's throne room which is available on all podcast from platforms um <laughs> i'm sorry i i do that to you and i feel bad because i'm just like Hey, did another appearance, but you know it is what it is. Um, it's okay. I'm working on projects. Oh, believe me, he you are you are booked and busy at some points, and I and I just say, all right, I, I guess that's what he wants to do. He, he's the he's the businessman here, so I'll let you do your thing. Um, damn it! What was I going to tell? Oh yeah,
0: we're going to talk about the Batman.
1: No, besides that, we got to talk a little okay. bit of DC plethora. So, we got to let the smorgasbord out a little bit. So, smorgasbord. Spe- speaking of DC Comics and DC Fandom, I said oh, Fandom. It's coming. It's coming. They DC today, as of this recording, because we're recording on a Tuesday night. So, you guys are going to get this on Saturday morning uh, or afternoon, depending on how I feel. It might be early morning. Um, so, DC came at full force. Let us know. Yo, fandom is coming. So, we're bringing fandom back. And a lot of things have been announced. What we're going to be getting. Like, from what the poster and the advertisement we got, which I posted on our um, Instagram on October 16th, we're going to be getting like craziness. The, The Batman movie. The Flash movie. Black Adam all the dc tv shows it's going to be a plethora of stuff and one of the big things that has come out lately is the film let's talk about the batman a little bit let's talk about robert pattinson's batman i mean matt reeves with robert pattinson so Mm -hmm. i'm going to read from our article that was posted on big heck and wade the film the batman had its first test screening at warner brothers studio and ran for three hours I believe they're going to cut it down a little bit. There's no way they're going to make this movie three hours. I'm going to call it two and a half. Yeah, I'm going to, yeah, two, two and a 40 twenty. Two forty. Two twenty. I'm going two twenty. Two forty. Yeah, two forty. Two 240 mark. Yep. And some of the reactions were as follows. It is a very graphic, dark, and terrifying horror movie. Paul Dano's Riddler is too crazy and scary. There are a million things to say about Catwoman. Definitely, Zoe Kravitz is a personal favorite Catwoman, according to one critic. Robert Pattinson gives an incredible performance, and incredible is in all caps, as Batman. His voice for the character is perfect, so we're going to dissect that a little bit too. A very tortured and traumatized Batman. There is a great, and this is again in all caps, great scene at the end that made everyone scream with excitement. So from what I told you and what I've, what I've just said to you, Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on everything I said, or is there something you want to pull from directly and then talk about it?
0: So the one thing that definitely stands out for me, I'm not shocked at all by them being blown away by Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle. Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen Zoe Kravitz in a number of other films. She's a phenomenal actress. Yes, um, So again, to me, that wasn't that wasn't what I guess stood out for me. What stood out for me was the incredible performance by Robert Pattinson as Batman. Right, that blew me away. Mm-hmm. I said, "Wait a minute, wait a minute." They were blown away by his performance? hmm Okay. So that goes and leads me to believe that, number one, we're not getting a dull Edward Cullen Batman. Mm-hmm. Which, thank God. And even his performance in those films weren't that bad. He just had a shitty co-actor. <laughs> Damn you, Kristen Stewart, you suck. You suck the life out of everything.
1: Hey, she was but good in Charlie's Angels. I liked her. She was trying. She tried. She didn't, right? trying,
0: she didn't try in the Twilight films. There was, there was, no, there was no emotion. I could have had a, a piece of blank cardboard up there. And you could have CGI'd someone. And it would have been better than yeah, her.
1: You know, you're, you've always been a critic of those movies. You've been very tough on them. Well, because we... re Okay. Side note, we introduced
0: Buggy Gargano, a.k.a. Aerie, to the Twilight films. You did. Because they were a harmless enough film to show her with vampires. And
1: werewolves. Don't forget the werewolves. werewolves.
0: Yeah. Really werewolves. Big ass dogs. Leave Jacob alone. Whatever. Um, so she liked the films. She hates Bella. She likes the films though. Okay. <laughs> then it came to my, it came, I had the realization today when we were talking to her, I could have been showing her Underworld the entire time. You could have. Which we're going to start tomorrow. Because guess what? No. Netflix has Underworld, Underworld Evolution, and Underworld the Rise of the Lichens. So, guess what she's watching tomorrow? Underworld. Yep. So, again, going back to it, Robert Pattinson. You know, he's done, you know, indie films and and other projects, and you know, again, you know, the ran and the Raven, and how great he did in those. Okay, fine and good, but let's let's break it down to what it is. Batman, aka Bruce Wayne. That role, that character, that portrayal has to come through on screen strong, powerful. Right. It's got to be an amazing blowout performance. True. Now, the critics are saying he did an incredible job. I'm, for one, my interests are peaked now. You so mean now both. I want to watch. But there was one person you had failed to mention in that list. Can we talk about Andy Circus?
1: Ah, you're you know what? He wasn't mentioned in the article, but I saw another article with him. But you want to talk about it a little bit?
0: So I I love Andy Circus as an actor. Not only was he uh in the Marvel films for a brief thing, he had like small brief roles, but his role was pivotal. Um he apparently in that one article, not the one we were talking about before, but mm-hmm. there was an article regarding him and his uh role as Alfred Pennyworth and how he did an amazing job. But it was a dark, gritty version, I want to say, of Alfred because it was like someone who has gone through, you know, he's got some type of training. Right. And... That's where I was like, I knew it. We're getting MI6 Alfred. We're getting, you know, he's worked for British intelligence. He was, he's been involved in like, you know, stealth missions and he's been in a war and everything else before becoming a butler for the, for the wings, Mm -hmm. which I don't, I am curious to see how that transition happens because I've, I've only read brief things in the comics, so I don't know how you go from being an MI6 operative to now being the butler for the Wayans. Unless... It's funny you
1: mentioned that. There's a okay. comic book coming out explaining that.
0: Perfect. I have a feeling it was all Thomas Wayne's doing. Mm. He personally picked Alfred because he wanted not only a butler, but he wanted a bodyguard for the family.
1: Also, which is funny... You know where they're pulling from with this? I feel they're pulling from Earth. I don't know if you've read them, but Batman Earth 2, I want to say. Okay, so this is more of a grounded version of what Batman would be like in modern time. And it's more grounded. He goes through struggles. He makes mistakes. He's not perfect at all. And Alfred okay. is a friend of the Waynes. And Alfred, and basically, like you said, Thomas Wayne talks, I mean, he's like, listen, I need a, I need a bodyguard, but I don't want you to be like, typical, right they center. figure it out, front and center. So I need you to take a job as a butler. And he's like, I'm not a fucking butler. I don't cook. And, just, right. and it was a whole thing, but he's like, I need you to protect my family because I feel like things are going to change once I do certain things. And that's what and happened. And that one
0: makes sense. I and mean, it would—that makes a
1: lot of sense. And he loved Bruce. He always loved Bruce from a kid. Yeah, but I—I I think the direction they're going to go with Andy Serkis is—he's not, and Alfred doesn't do this anyway. He's not going to take young Bruce's shit, and he's going to also tell him about his fucking self. So when he does some dumb shit in the movie, he's gonna let, let him know. Alfred's gonna tear him a new ass. Oh, yeah, he's going to G-check him. He's going to G-check him hard. So that's great. Give me that every time. I also think he's going to help with the training. I think so, too. And also, he's he's going to be the mechanic.
0: Yeah, he's going to put him through some gruesome, like, I want to say, like, like Navy SEALs, MI6 type of, like, physical training. And clearly, he's going to be the mechanic because that Batmobile is not your everyday run of the mill typical batmobile. Mm, it's very that, dark and like it's very realistic. It looks like they just took a jet turbine and they slapped
1: that on a 67 Charger. Mhm. It's a gritty it's... batmobile. It's gritty as hell. <laughs> I I have to make this joke. So, you know what
0: it looks like? It looks <sighs> like they took the 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 67 Impala from Supernatural <laughs> <laughs> and they tricked it out. I hate you. Because it's because it's honestly like what can what else can you see? It's just a it's a very like ridiculous like dark ass version of pimp my ride. And he took that muscle car and he did the most outlandish, outrageous shit you could possibly do with a car.
1: <laughs> yep, I agree. Nah, yo, you want
0: you want you want a booster? You want a supercharger? Nah, we're gonna slap a jet engine on this. A
1: jet engine. Okay. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah. No, parachutes. no parachutes, just a roll cage. True. Just
0: a oh, just a roll cage. It's like they, <laughs> it's almost like they called Dominic Toretto from the Fast and the Furious franchise and said, "How do we soup up this charger?" Family.
1: Family. Do it, with family. family. Do it with family. <laughs> <laughs> Man, listen, I'm so hyped for this movie. I've been hyped since. The first fandom trailer. This new one's probably gonna blow us away, literally. And you it know really who, is You know who? Who they failed to mention too? He plays a back role in this. Colin Farrell. He's oh yeah, he, Penguin. He's, yeah, and he's not even the main fucking villain. He's just sidebar shit. That's perfect. Hmm. If the
0: Riddler's the main villain, and we get a side view, like we have Penguin, who's just like playing. Like the side piece character, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm all for that because now you've we know who he is, mm-hmm. we know that this is a three part movie, right? Mm-hmm. So it means we're going to see him in the next installment, he may play a bigger role, right? And along with anyone else, right? Which I'm cool with. Just don't bring in the big baddie that you bring in for every fucking film.
1: I wonder what I wonder what the big thing at the end of the movie that made will go, yeah. Like it's probably an intro to him. That's why we talked about it months ago when it came to Mm -hmm. him, that specific character. I want you to be like, he exists but we're not giving you him. We're not giving you him until third movie. He exists, but third movie. I'm even cool
0: with them doing the whole dropping of the calling card like Mm -hmm. they did in Batman Begins. Mm -hmm. I'm cool with that just to make mention of him and then just have him doing his thing in the background on the second film.
1: True, true. Like he's doing underhanded shit. Right. He's, that he's exactly.
0: Don't Wait bring f- him to the forefront to the third film. And that's if you want to go that route.
1: hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I wonder. I wonder, though. It makes me because t- I'm curious. Honestly, it's Riddler that we're dealing with, but don't we see Hush?
1: No, that's Riddler. That's the way he looks in the movie. And the
0: bandages. Yes. Damn, y'all played me out. I thought it was Hush.
1: No, it's a darker Riddler.
0: At least he's not running around in a clown suit. I like Jim Carrey. You leave Jim
1: Carrey alone. (laughs) Uh, uh, Okay. Jim Carrey was good. Batman Forever, not so much. (laughs) He was the best part of the movie. Hate to say it. He
0: was because I wasn't even all that thrilled with Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face.
1: He was way too over the top. Yeah, he was way too over the top,
0: and I didn't like the fact that one side of his face was pink, mm-hmm. like the mangled side was pink.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like instead of getting sl- slapped with acid on that side, it looked like he got slapped by something out of Sephora.
1: He got and it was just like a horrible he looked like job. he looked like half of a California raisin
0: yeah he really did he looked like a failed kindergarten experiment on the side Oof. he looked like half of the toxic avenger word <laughs> that's a good one i like that half of the toxic avenger
1: all right we got to move on we got to move on because we're getting yes, into the good yes, stuff yes okay so we know Peacemaker is getting a series, but did you also hear the news about another oh, suicide? Peacemaker. Another fuck suicide him. squad member. Can't see him. Asshole. <laughs> Which his is gonna be very interesting because it takes place before suicide, the suicide squad, and after the suicide squad. Okay. A little weird, so we get to see
0: what happens to him before he's locked up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then we get to see whatever happens to him when he gets out of the hospital. And, guys, it's not a spoiler at this point. It's on HBO Max. If you haven't seen it, you're just... You have until
1: September 5th.
0: Right. You have time. So, you have time. Okay. So who's the other
1: Suicide Squad member who's getting a show? Apparently, there's a Bloodsport movie or show in the works. Aegis Elba went on record saying it wouldn't be next, it would be what came before. I would be really interested to see why why he went to jail. Why did he shoot Superman? I would love to see that narrative come alive.
0: Okay. I am all for mm-hmm. an Aegis Alba
1: show. Yeah, Bloodsport. Yes. I listen, a character I clowned on at first, and then I was like, fuck. <laughs> I
0: wanted to clown on him for his mask. I'm like, what is this alien versus predator bullshit with the mask? You didn't like the mask? Because it it really did look like an alien versus predator shit. Like, (laughs) the bottom of the teeth looked like it was from aliens, and then the top part, you know what I'm saying, looked like the queen's head. Right. It it looked like an alien's head. But when you look at it up close, it's fire. Oh, yeah. It was dope as hell. That's why I couldn't clown it. I couldn't clown anything on that suit whatsoever. It was so dope. But... I'm excited for that show.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and I'm not saying anything about John Cena as an actor. He's definitely gotten better since doing the Marine and, you know, 12 rounds. He's gotten better in his acting. I just hated fucking Peacemaker, bro. Like, I couldn't stand him. You're supposed to. He's a dick. Clearly. Clearly. Clearly, he's a dick. I mean, we weren't able to see that. Tidy
1: whitey. Why are you you in your tidy whiteys? That's racist. No, and then. (laughs) Yo, why did they give him the most
0: can look ever in the club in that bar? straight up my man had an eyes on polo and some tight ass khaki shorts
1: for real for real oh man damn it okay I'm excited for both I'm excited for both I'm not gonna lie Um, you
0: know what I want to hear about in fandom I really really want to hear it what Harley Quinn season 3
1: oh fuck yeah damn but you give know what give, give me season 3 season 3 yes Yes, 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 yes. But as the thing we talked about in the episode a few weeks ago, I think, you were you there for that? Babes the, I think it was one with the Babes of the Power. Um, Harley, there is a Carly Quinn comic book, which is available digitally on DC Universe. It drops every month on the app, and mm-hmm. it will be hitting hardcover like later this month so yeah there's that that's going to be a nice filling. it literally f- jump kicks off where season two ended and what happens in between season two and season three it's only six issues which is okay. very easy to digest i read the first issue and damn they stick to the they stick to their guns of how harley quinn is how the how the show's been very okay. awesome i recommend it first issue's great second issue comes out tomorrow oh By the time you guys hear this, it'll be out already. So you can go on the DC Universe app and go check it out. Or DC Infinite app and go check it out. Um, We're going to get some Flash movie news. We don't know much, but we're probably going to get a teaser trailer at least. Just so we know what the hell is going on. You know what Mm -hmm. other stuff I want to hear about in fandom? Green Lantern Show. We haven't heard much about that. I want to hear more about Batgirl's movie. And I want to hear more about Black Canaries movie. So give me a little bit more details on that. You don't have to go full blown. Just give me something so I know what I'm working with as we get closer to these movies and shows. Because HBO Max is going to carry both movies. So maybe you should kind of like let us know. Because it was revealed that Batgirl starts filming next month in the same same place that... um, uh, where the flash movie was filmed so okay. a lot of people are saying that batgirl's movie is kind of tied into affleck's universe okay cool
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: i don't want to talk dc to death because when fandom comes we're gonna do a full fucking blown episode about it i know we are so two-parter two-parter definitely um let's see i'm just going through it any more deep oh gotham nice news i'm so excited for this game i'm sorry i'm very excited uh i can't wait i can't wait i can't wait um shazam 2 finished filming by the way but we're not gonna talk more we're not gonna talk dc the whole time let's get into the main event yes Uh, i was a huge advocate for this show uh million and one times i told big heck you gotta watch it you gotta watch it you gotta watch it it's so good It's very good. It's amazing. It's, it's uncanny. It's spectacular. It's phenomenal. Phenomenal. It's mighty. It's all the Marvel adjectives I could possibly use in a sentence, but it's what if. Now, for those that don't know, what if is a comic book series that takes popular Marvel stories and changes them slightly by one significant incident that happens right that's why it's called what if like Mm -hmm. uh, some of the comic books that i remember were what if spider-man married black cat instead of mary jane what if um Jane Foster becomes Thor. That's funny because it is mm-hmm. the way it was. Um, what if Flash Thompson became Spider-Man? What if Peter never got ready? I know I'm going on Spider-Man detailed. Uh, what if Thanos was the one? There was a, there lot, was a sp- lot of what ifs with him. A lot of what ifs with him. Um. But what if this time around focuses cl- specifically on the Marvel Cinematic Universe? And by tweaking certain things in certain moments, like literally by a millisecond, things are changed. And, uh, heck, what were your thoughts on the show overall before we get into moments, all that cool stuff? Give me your feedback on it, because I personally have loved all three episodes. And as as of this recording, episode four comes out. And I really want your thoughts on that, because we only know the preview. But mm-hmm. um, what are your thoughts on the first three episodes?
0: So I actually didn't watch them as they came out. I decided today, an hour before the recording, I was going to make sure I was done watching all three. Mm-hmm. So watching all three episodes back to back is very fresh in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I have to say is Number one, I'm kind of taken back by the animation. The animation looks great. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the 2D slash 3D effect that they're doing with the animation. It looked very fresh, very, um, very new. So I will say they did a phenomenal job with the animation on it thus far. Now, as far as the episodes, the episodes have been great. I love the, the alternate storylines that they have been coming up with while they're still keeping a lot of the characters in said episodes very, very relevant. um, So far, hands down, my favorite episode has to be episode two. Um, I think that's everyone's fan favorite episode. um, Followed by one and then three. Mm. Um, Mm. It's... It's insane how great these episodes have come out i'm excited to see what's going to be coming for four i didn't watch the preview for four and i did that because i just didn't want to i didn't want to spoil it i just want to watch the episode
1: okay All right. i won't spoil I, it. you know what i won't spoil it for you so um, i know nothing of what's coming for episode four
0: if it's any indication of what we've seen for the first three episodes episode four is probably going to just blow my mind even more
1: so heck I said I wasn't going to tell you, but I kind of have to tell you. Remember how you were like episode three is fucking dark? Oh, yeah. Episode three, by the way, is extremely dark. Like the first,
0: what, five minutes of episode three, you're screaming, Mm -hmm. what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Literally, what the fuck?
1: Episode four revolves around. Oh, no. Yes. So we'll get into it at the end. But episode four involves, I did the hand gestures of the person, so he knows exactly what I'm talking about. Do you want to go episode by episode, or do you just want to talk about like certain moments? I mean, we can just talk about the moments. Um,
0: episode two was so good, man. But that ending credit, mm-hmm. like the the little snippet right before the credits roll, mm-hmm. it just hurt. It hurt it hurt a lot and, and then knowing that that was the very last oh, no, there's more season four we <sighs> track my previous statement, but it still hurt
1: mm-hmm. Agreed.
0: Episode, uh, just just that.
1: Talking about even talk about it. Let let, let, let's let's get into it. Okay, yeah. Our favorite episode in general is, and I have screamed from the mountaintops of how amazing this episode is. T'Challa is Star Lord. That is my Star Lord. That is big heck, Star Lord. That is the only Star Lord we were acknowledged because, as much as I love Peter Quill, the actor who plays him is a piece of shirt. But uh um, yes my favorite characters are played by pieces of shit sometimes. So, in the Marvel Universe. So, um, T'Challa is Star-Lord in this one, and the Guardians aren't even a thing. That's what makes this episode very interesting and unique. The Guardians aren't a thing, but the Ravengers are. And there's an interesting member within that group. (laughs) And he... Hold on,
0: wait. Before we even get to that member, can we <laughs> just talk about the intro? God. How different it is from the first Guardians of the Galaxy film?
1: Oh, completely different. Oh, so
0: first of all, Star-Lord T'Challa. is not even a thing. He's not... Who? Like, he goes, come on, man. It's, like, it's the name I go by. But when T'Challa is Star-Lord, oh, man, you're a Star-Lord. We all know who you are. Like, he's very well known. Very well known. And it's just, it's amazing how much of a presence and how different (laughs) having Star-Lord as, well, T'Challa as Star-Lord because it's a complete 180 of what the character is.
1: Exactly. And that's what made it cooler because he was so... It's just
0: T'Challa being T'Challa, but he's Star-Lord.
1: Exactly. It's, It's... T'Challa in space yeah and he uh, you know spoiler alert again guys if you haven't watched what if it's on the Disney it's on Disney plus it's amazing um T'Challa basically is one of the most peaceful characters and only uses violence when he needs to um he <laughs> now here's the thing I didn't know it was gonna play out that way uh, I forget the dude that worked for Ronan was like it is crazy how you convinced Thanos not to commit uh, genocide blah 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 and then we find out later that he's a fucking that, ravager that fucking thanos is a fucking ravager and and the running gag for the entire show the entire genocide. show he's like he's like a genocide but not it's random it's selective bro that sounds like genocide but it's, and like, effective. But it's effective and he's like that's still genocide.
0: <laughs> like, no matter what you said to him, and it's, it, it still holds true to the character.
1: Mm-hmm. To him,
0: in his mind, it was the best way to fix the problems.
1: Exactly. And, and Star Lord talked them out, T'Challa talked them out of it. So, if
0: anybody was going to talk, look, I, after watching this, I straight up firmly believe if T'Challa, and Donalds had to sit down, mm-hmm. and T'Challa sat there and talked to him and gave him an alternate route of how to fix everything. He would have went with it.
1: Mm-hmm. He would have went with it, and we would have had a whole
0: different story. Yeah. So, like to me, T'Challa is that one salesperson who can sell ice to an Eskimo mm-hmm. in the middle of
1: winter. Mm. He's that persuasive. He's that he is. Also, you know who was a cool character in that episode? Nebula with hair. She slayed. I'm sorry. She fucking slayed. I know I don't use that term a lot and I'm probably not using it in the proper context, but No,
0: it's I I think it's proper. She killed it. Yeah. I was blown away by how different Nebula was in this. Mhm. I just didn't like her nickname for T'Challa, Cha Cha. Why are you calling him a dance? I like the cha cha. Hey. Yeah, no, 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 no. Stop
1: calling him a dance. He's not a dance. This isn't a movement. That just that just means that T'Challa is not only cool enough to get conversations, he's also smooth. He's also suave enough to mess with a cybernetic alien woman so mm-hmm. he's smooth so that means they had past dealings um, he's a smooth operator smooth operator, we smooth get operator, it. Smooth operator. Um, I was shocked not to see Gamora because she is in a later episode where Gamora I think from what the picture looks like and the pop that came out after she is what I think her episode is what if Gamora was in Thanos' shoes, and she was the oh. she was the Mad Titan or Mad Titaness. I don't know the plural of Titan. Ty- well, I mean the fem the female version. I think of Titan. it's I think it's
0: neutral. I think it's Titan.
1: Yeah, Titan. Yeah. So
0: so I had came to the conclusion because T'Challa had changed his mind. Mm-hmm. He never visited her planet. Right. So she's still on said planet.
1: Okay. Okay makes sense makes sense right the collector um, was the big bad though that was kind of like cool
0: i mean yeah it was cool that he was the big bad i was just i was a little weirded out by a buff ass benicio del Toro animated
1: <laughs> but yeah also the howard the duck uh that movie. was funny the, that, seth, that, shout out to seth green that was great. That was perfect. I oh, yeah, love but-
0: the Howard the Duck reference.
1: Fuck fuck the collector. He killed Korg.
0: Yeah, I wasn't cool with
1: that. His mother like son of a
0: bitch. Like <laughs> and then the collector had Hella's helmet.
1: Yep, had Hella's helmet. He had Cat Shield. Thor's hammer. Yeah, he had he had um Monier. How-, how do you get how do you get Monier? How? How and he who the fuck brought that in there? <laughs> Who was worthy enough to carry the First of that? all,
0: the only way it works is if you had Monir sitting on something and then he picked up said item underneath Monir. That was the only way.
1: I'm not debating this with you because Hawkeye and fucking Tony had a debate with him about is the elevator well, worthy? It,
0: was, it wasn't It was Tony and, and Hawkeye. It was Tony and Cap.
1: Oh, okay. It
0: was Tony and Steve. He mm-hmm. said... But if it was in an elevator, still not worthy, but it could bring it up.
1: Mm-hmm. That's why I
0: said if if you put it underneath, if it was sitting underneath something, so let's say if it was even on the ground and you chiseled that piece of the ground out and you lifted that piece of the ground up, mm-hmm. that would be the only way you could transport it. Touche. Touche. But no one's walking in there with the
1: damn thing handle in hand. Exactly. Unless Odin gave it like, we don't know. We don't know. But that oh, i not giving of, up the hammer. Let's talk about the end credit, the end scene to that episode, and then we'll get in episodes Ooh. uh two, one, and three, because I think one is pretty much self-explanatory as much as I loved it. Um mm, I have a I have a comparison for one. Okay. So at the end of episode three, I mean episode two, mm-hmm. uh Peter Quill works for Derek Quill replacement um peter quill works for dairy queen and he's uh cleaning up and everything and he basically says hey we're closed and uh we get to see ego come in and say you got a minute for your dad and then there's lights and everything and it it ends there so i guess ego gets his way with making peter his his successor
0: his the lush the he yeah, he's basically the next celestial.
1: Yeah, the next celestial. Um, what were your thoughts on it before we get into episode one? I know we're gonna close with three because woo, three. Yeah.
0: Um, honestly seeing ego pop up, it was it was a nice surprise to see at the end. Mm-hmm. It just made me go, oh shit. Yeah, like now what happens with Peter? Mm-hmm. You know, like you just sit there and you, you're you saying to yourself, here's someone who grew up on Earth, a.k.a. Tara, mm-hmm. and he's just your average show. He's mopping the floor at the Dairy Queen he works at. But now in comes this guy who looks like he came straight out of biblical time saying he's his father. mhm like how, like how would this work in storyline wise? So I mean, right. it was interesting to see it.
1: Um, how would that work?
0: Yeah, you know, it's like it's okay. So I'm the janitor at a Dairy Queen, and you're saying you're my dad from outer space.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's a lot to it's a lot to believe and a lot to hold. So, honestly. like, you would have
0: to have something going on with Peter while he was on Earth. Mm-hmm. That would lead him to believe he's not really fully human, right? So, but it was good. I enjoyed the hell out of the episode, um, especially them going to Wakanda
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then seeing Wakanda is so flourishing and it's not destroyed, right? That was
1: that was dope. Mm-hmm. Also, I love that you um, kept. Um... Baba, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah he's, he's still around. He's still around, and which sure, he's still around. Which was great. Ah oh, man, it was such a good episode. It was. It really was so so good. That was. I I put that at number. I put episode two at number one. Yeah. uh So let's get into episode one. Mm, we, I think we Captain have Captain Carter. Captain Carter. Um, I enjoyed the episode. Um. I noticed there was some flubs with the animation where the mouth was off a little bit, like talking a little off, but they seem to fix it as episodes went on. So it happens. It is what it is. Um, I like how it was shot for shot. What happened? Steve happened to Peggy. Like literally they switched it up and I love how the watcher says, and I, I legit says this off the rip. I do not get involved with whatever happens. I am just a spectator as you are. So whatever happens happens. And all it takes is one slight twist to an event change everything. And it changes every single thing within that said universe or that said film. And um so Peggy, instead of, what, what did she do? She, she Instead of going downstairs to join the crowd, she ended up staying with with, yep. with Steve, and that's what led mm-hmm. to her becoming Captain Carter. I like it. I liked it a lot. I liked how Bucky was mad quippy. Mm-hmm. He was funny as hell in that episode. Even the reference about, I almost lost my arm, and I'm just like, ah, <laughs> ass. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Um. No, go ahead. I also like how they kept Peggy the same age because of what happens to her at the end of episode one. Mm-hmm. And basically she's replacing Steve in what would have been what happens in the Avengers movies. but go yep. ahead. I love the I personally I love the episode. I would give it a I would give it a four out of five. Yeah, T'Challa's Star Lord is five out of five for me. Mm-hmm. But guard, what were your thoughts on episode one? I
0: I love how Disney managed to weave in um one of their films into this "What If" episode. What film? You didn't get Iron Giant vibes on it.
1: Oh, with um the what the fuck did Hydra Smasher? The Hydra Stomper, yeah. The Hydra Stomper, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: aka the Mark One.
1: Yes, yes, it looks so great.
0: Not only did you pull a variant of the Mark One suit from Iron Man, but when you see Peggy on the back of the Hydra Stomper and she's riding it like it's her own personal vehicle mm-hmm. with Steve piloting the Hydra Stomper, I got full on. Iron Giant vibes.
1: I did too. I did too now that you're mentioning it. Now that you're mentioning it, I'm like, yeah, it's really it- <sighs> it.
0: and I loved how they kept
1: Steve relevant. Yes, yes. Because as love-
0: much as they could have let him fall by the wayside, mm-hmm. they purposely made the Hydra Stomper for him to pilot mm-hmm. and still kept him integral to the storyline. Very 100%. true. percent
1: awesome. 100% kept him involved and I wonder, I wonder. Oh no, way. Yeah, that's true. Okay, that was confirmed. Um, they said that some of these characters that we see mm-hmm. may be popping up in live action form because of the events of the shattered timelines. So we could see Captain Carter at some point. Mm, damn it, that means we're not going to get the child stuff. Fuck. We can't. We can't. We fucking can't. Man, damn. Um, fucking hate cancer. Um, but, yeah. Okay. We spoke highly on two great, episodes. Two great Zach, episodes. Can we
0: speak of the fuckery that happened in episode three? And I we're say not saying with,
1: episode three is bad. And no, not we're just in that saying
0: how, great, how fucking left... Episode 3 went in the first five minutes of the damn episode. Mm-hmm.
1: Care to explain like, it?
0: So, basically, what we're getting is we're getting a scene out of Iron Man 2, mm-hmm. which is Tony chilling in the donut, having a donut, which is very redundant and repetitive, but... <laughs> and it's the whole scene where Natasha injects him in the neck with, I guess, uh. A serum, not a cure, but it's just something to help with the the roadmaps that were forming on his on his neck and his face
1: mm-hmm.
0: due to the uh the poisoning that was happening in the system. Mm-hmm. And then two seconds later into the conversation, he drops dead. I'm I'm sorry, what you you killed you killed Iron Man mm-hmm. five minutes into the episode? What, what's going on? And then that's not the only death. Then Clint shot Thor with an arrow through his chest and he killed Thor. Who smells like lavender even when he's decomposing. He Smells like lavender even when he's decomposing. decomposing. Fucking Colson. Oh, yeah, he's got really good hair. Yeah, his hair is cute. You we- saw the episode, right? When he's. When he's walking up to the hammer and he does like the hair flip. Yeah. I was like, come on. Like, man. So it's like 10, 10 minutes into the episode, and you've already killed, you killed off Tony. You you went and you killed off, um, you killed off Thor.
1: And Thor from basically what happened was supposed to happen in Thor 1.
0: Right. And then Clint is dead. Moments later, mm-hmm. like,
1: what? You then really were next, killing him off.
0: Yeah, like, you're killing him off, and then you killed Banner, a.k.a. Hulk, and then Natasha dies? Yo, you killed off the entire adventure. How does that happen? Mm-hmm. The twist on it was so insane, mm-hmm. and then we basically got a psychotic Hank
1: Pym. Yep, very well executed. I felt as dark as this episode was, it was very well executed and we, and I didn't catch it off the rip until Black Widow gave the hint that um, it's all about hope. It's all about hope. It's all about yeah. hope. And we find out it's Hank Pym who has lost his mind due to what happened to Janet even though in, in this current timeline, he knew Janet was still alive. He found out that she was alive somehow and brought mm-hmm. her back. In this universe, Hank Pym is like, you killed her. You... And then and then Hope was killed, too. And this is all your fault. And he blames Fury for it and everything. But here's the funny part with that. Did you notice what outfit Hank Pym was wearing?
0: Yeah, he was wearing the, um, uh, the yellow jacket outfit. Mm-hmm. That's why I was like, this is a straight-up psychotic King Pym. Because mm-hmm. at this point, he wasn't going to do, he wasn't going to plan or orchestrate this whole thing in his Ant-Man suit because that would tarnish his legacy there. He mm-hmm. decided he was going to take the yellow jacket and
1: that's how he was going to do everything. Mm-hmm. And we get the breakdown on how he did it. He um, To kill Tony, he injected himself into Tony's uh, neck. Yeah. And then got out. He's the one who flicked
0: um, Clint's finger, releasing the arrow. arrow.
1: Uh, He killed killed Clint by just going in his ear and, like, just fucking with his brain. Um, Right. Natasha, he just fucking, I don't know what he did to her, but he just fucking died. Just killed her straight up. Yeah. Uh, Banner, as as sad as it was, it was kind of funny. Because we were like, what the fuck? Like, why is he blowing up like that? So you basically threw one of the um pim pim particle bombs at him and basically he imploded from the inside. What we thought was somebody shot him. Wasn't that no? Uh-uh. He shot himself into 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 uh Bruce. Which it's funny. You actually went back from Incredible Hulk and then just said, nah, we're gonna switch out Ed Norton and put in uh Mark Ruffles. Mark Ruffalo. Who did the actual voice work so i'm, I'm oh yeah very, i'm very happy that, with that um loki shows up which makes it even more interesting because this mm-hmm. is loki before he's you know he becomes douchey loki in the American right movies, but he still ends up becoming douchey Loki because he wants to rule the planet and he basically works with fury to take down pym
0: which I thought it was funny how they kept washing Hank. Yeah, at Hank every got his ass beat. Hank yeah, got he his just, ass
1: beat. He didn't get a hit in otherwise. Mm-hmm. Not one. Not one. Not one at all. So they took him out. And um again, a very solid but very dark episode. I have no issues with it. But the I ending do like, was interesting. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Um so, Captain America yeah, I, was still on ice. Yeah,
0: he's not even out of the ice yet, mm-hmm. and he makes mention. Uh, what was the exact wording? Um, welcome back, Captain.
1: Yeah, welcome. Yeah, welcome
0: back. To and America. that was when he wiped the ice. He was wiping like the frost off of the ice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm like, is he talking to Captain America? And then he looks back, and it's Captain Marvel. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay. So she responded because they show the pager. Mm-hmm. He's like, Where's the fight? you late. That's mm-hmm. fucking usual. you late. You're late, Carol. Uh, I just, I, I like Colson going, Is that a 90s style beeper you have there? Like making a running gag on it.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and then, you know, Captain, you know, Carol shows up out of nowhere. And I'm like, Okay, not a, it's, Dark episode, but it mm-hmm. wasn't a bad
1: way to end it. Mm-hmm. So you got both caps. Yeah, you got cap, cap. You got Steve and Carol. Mm. Mm. Hmm. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it. It was just
0: very so far very solid episodes. Mm. Mm-hmm. But very solid. you know, if we had to put the first three in ranking order, for me, it's definitely
1: two, one, and three. Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna have to second that one. I'm gonna go two one three, simply based off the fact that I don't like my stories that fucking dark. Not all the time. Yeah, this wasn't the move for that. And then you're just like, no. hey, it's like, hey, did you like that dark shit? Well, it's gonna get darker. So marvel decides let's get into it Heck. i'm gonna tell you i'm sorry we gotta talk about it because as of this recording we will have already seen it and then we're both gonna probably talk about it when we, when we like, chop it up because it comes out as of tomorrow so right all right so we see a computer right and something's being typed. what if dr strange lost his hands you know what happens to him in the movie and his hands are you know basically disfigured what if and then it goes it the races it says what if dr strange lost the love of his life oh yeah. so, the car accident still happens but rachel mcadams character dies in a car crash oh and he becomes very dark so this is the episode i guess in question that everyone said was taken off of the what if list but they guess they put it in for story reasons so this is going to be a very dark dr strange episode because, um, uh, who played, what's his name that plays the Watcher? He also plays Jim Gordon in the Batman movie.
0: Uh Oh, I know who you're talking about. He's on Jeffrey the, Wright. Uh, Jeffrey Wright, because he's in the, he's actually on the Audible casting for the Sandman Part 2.
1: Yes, yes. And you sent me that cast. I can't wait for Part 2. I'm going to have to revisit Part 1 again. End of the month. Mm-hmm. Going to have to revisit Part 1 again. So- that he said this episode is going to be very heartbreaking so I'm going to literally go on my lunch break and sit in the break room and watch, watch, that, epi- watch that episode and I will be texting you midway to be like shit eh, yeah fuck. so yeah um overall what if a series that uh, not many people were very hyped for because you know in our circle mm-hmm. but you and i well me first and then i once i put you on game you were like yeah you're right you're right yeah now nah, marvel ain't dropped the ball with this um no. not at all uh, an amazing series and i can't wait to see how long how much this goes and guess what it's not over because it already got renewed for season two so oh wow yep already renewed it was announced literally after episode one dropped yep literally interesting and one of my favorite episodes that's coming i think it's in season one is <laughs> spider-man becomes sorcerer supreme <laughs> can't wait hell yeah
0: now for that aren't they pulling from like secret wars Mm. Is it or not secret wars? What is that? What is it called? It's it's uh it's an alternate timeline basically like where Spider-Man is like a rack, he like a rack knight or something like yeah, that. Yeah, a
1: rack knight, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, let's see. I mean, that could be interesting, and I want to see where that goes. That's that I definitely want to see. I also want to see where. Vision becomes Ultron. That's another one. That's going to be dark. Killmonger, Killmonger is a hero in one of the episodes. And you actually got Michael B. Jordan for that shit. So I'm very hyped for that. Um, bro, I'm looking at the cast so far for this. And they legit have a lot of MCU stars returning. For this, But the which only which, which is great, but the only one that's recurring is Chadwick so far. But they said he won't. He not only will be playing to T'Challa, but he'll be playing other variants of that character. Nice. So we're going to get Chadwick a few more times. Um, I'm literally going through the cast. There's oh, Nick. Okay, Samuel Jackson's here. Jeremy Renner's here. Michael Rooker's here. Josh Brolin. Benicia does her. Kurt Russell actually fucking voiced Ego, which is dope. You could tell Josh Brolin did Donald's though. Oh yeah, Josh Brolin was Donald's. It was. It was right there. Yeah. Karen Gillan. Karen Gillan's back. In Nebula. Sean Gunn is craggling, Um Taserface. Hey, Taserface. <laughs> uh, Terrible name. Terrible, terrible name. Terrible. Tom Hiddleston, Jamie Alexander, Frank Grillo, Michael. You fucking got Michael Douglas to fucking play Hank Pym, which I was shocked when he talked. I was like, what the? You got Michael Douglas? But it's it shouldn't be all that surprising because this is Disney money. Yep. Cumberbatch is in this episode, so it's definitely him voice. Fuck. Oh, oh, wait, heck, I forgot. You know what's an episode I'm really excited for? And you're probably going to fucking love it because I told you about it earlier. Party uh-huh. Thor. Fuck that. Yes. Oh, one bringing back Lebowski it. Thor? No, not Lebowski Thor. He's Thor, but he doesn't take shit seriously. There's literally one scene, and if you go watch the What If trailer, he's in a fucking truck wielding Mjolnir around taking out people. So... And yes, they did get Chris Hemsworth to do it, so... Perfect. Perfect. I wonder if Tom Holland is gonna be oh man. Okay. Yep. There is a reason I wanted to bring up episode three again. Mm-hmm. Because I feel that, and we're gonna close after this. I know we can wrap it up because we both yeah. have busy nights. Um I think. Fury's gonna fuck up and try to bring the Avengers back to life, and it's oh, gonna backfire, and we're, and we're getting get zombies. zombies. Yep, yep. Oh boy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. It's this it's gonna happen. Oh, we had a special appearance from Boo Balor. Just for a second, she wanted that to check. Yeah, oh, of course, of course. But um, good brother. Yes, Another sir. Lavish, uncanny extraordinarily good episode which is what we do here um, you want to wrap it up sure so
0: as always ladies and gentlemen that about wraps up our episode friendly reminder you can always listen to Big Heck and Weight Adventures on all of our major streaming platforms and coming soon will be available on YouTube and it's coming very very soon Um, As of this recording, you will probably see our very first YouTube video out this week where um, I actually did an unboxing for a new cell phone that released, which you guys will see later on. I'm not going to go into details on it, but I'm wrapping up the video editing. Also, we are part of an amazing network called the Fourth Wall Pop Network, where we like to hashtag make it pop thank you (laughs) and then not only can you listen to our show on the fourth world pop network you also have access to some of the phenomenal shows like new normal wrestling pop sports shorts the crossroads getting grilled pop culture collective views from up here and also the smoking jays podcast not only that you can find us on our socials ready Because we have a lot of them. Yes, we do. You want me to do this, We added a new one. We added a new one. Jesus Christ. Which I will be making the first post very, very soon. Go ahead, brother. Let them know
1: while we Uh, are And you can get into the new one. Okay. Well, for Big Heck and Weight Adventures, you can find us on Facebook. Big Heck Weight Adventures. You can find us on Instagram at Big Heck Weight Adventures. You can find us on Twitter at Big Heck Weight Adv. You can find us, like Big Heck said, on YouTube very soon. Also, uh, what's this new adventure you have coming up that you just wanted us to? Oh, we have a Twitch. Forgot about that. We have a Twitch and. Uh, there's something else that you said we We are now on the Tiki Talk. The Tiki Talk. Yes. Yes, ladies yes, and gentlemen. Yes. You can
0: find us on TikTok at, at Big Heck Wade EDV.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Um also if you'd like to follow us personally, we both will not give out our Facebooks because fuck that. Um but if you'd like follow, you, damn you if you'd like to follow Zuckerberg. Damn Zuckerberg. If you like to follow. The lavish podcaster himself, your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Wade Elson. That's right. I said my name this time on this episode, so no one's gonna give me shit. Looking at you, Jess. Um, <laughs> I said it. I said my name. It's Wade. Yes, Wade is speaking. So ha, <laughs> someone tried to give me shit on my show. By the way, go listen to the Screen Green. Is that a great podcast? Indeed, indeed. Selfless plug. Um, shameless plug. Uh, If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at Wade Ilson with an underscore. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it is at Wade Ilson. If you would like to follow me on TikTok, it's at Wade Ilson. I do videos every now and then. Um, I think that's about it for all my... Oh, wait a minute. Hold on before I get in, before I let you... Oh, you're going to plug your OnlyFans? How did you know? How did you know? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Chocolate Thunder himself has created an audience. <laughs> I can't even deal with his straight face. Um Big Heck and Wade only fans coming soon. No, seriously. do you mean me into that. <laughs> hey man, we gotta we gotta get money for the podcast somehow. Shit, I'll put some lotion on. I'll show my feet off real fucking quick. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're done. Good night. <laughs> it's late. It's fucking late. But um I'm uh, before we wrap up, I'm a, and I pass it over to heck. I am also part of two podcast, other podcasts. This is my baby. This is my home, but I have other things I like to do too. other podcasts I'm a part of the second one I will mention is part of the fourth world pop network. I am on hiatus, but I will be back because a certain individual who from Chicago decided to come back while I was on my hiatus and I have to now come back and talk about him in his first match in seven years. Um called new normal wrestling i sit down with the good brother bone and dj maddie g get well soon brother love you um and we talk all wrestling all the all the time and speaking of wrestling there is another great podcast I'm a part of which is available on the silver side network called women can wrestle where i sit down with my good brother rj and the love of my life beetle jess hi jess mm-hmm. i know you're listening um and we talk about women's wrestling, and boy, oh boy, do we have a lot of women's wrestling to discuss. Um, ah, that was my, that's my, that was my other baby. My other baby popped in to say to say good night to Big Hat, but um, yes, yes, that's about it. You can follow all, all those lovely, lovely podcasts on Instagram and Twitter at WCW The Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to follow New Normal Wrestling on Instagram and Twitter, it is at New Normal Wrestling on Instagram and at Wrestling Normal on Twitter. Yes.
0: And for my socials, like we said, fuck that one. I give it out of Facebook. Nope. But you can find me on Instagram at BigHack217. You can find me on Twitter at BigHack217. You can also follow me on TikTok. Um, Haven't posted a new video yet, but I'll be getting back to it soon. At Big Hack 217. Um, and other than that, that is it for my socials.
1: OnlyFans is coming soon, guys. We working on it. Me and heck gonna discuss this off air. I told I told him, I was like, yo, feed picks is legit, man. I'm telling you, I put some lotions on. I wear lotion constantly, but it's gonna be a great time. Big Heck and Wade OnlyFans coming soon. They gonna see that chocolate thunder for real. <laughs> I'm not
0: showing my feet. You are out of your mind.
1: <laughs> oh Lord! I got. Help hey, me. we got until December before they change shit up. We can make our monies and get the fuck out. <laughs>
0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for taking the time out to listen to us talk about all things geeky and nerdy like we do every week. We are coming back full force. Be on the lookout for our first YouTube video, which is going to be coming out, where we do an unboxing of a brand new device that launched this week. Um, and for with that being said, brother, you wanted to close us out?
1: <clears throat> Absolutely. We're going to end this one like we usually do with a peace. Peace. A salute. And we are out of here. Later!